Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Okay. <laughs> Podcast starts now. What's up, everyone? And welcome to Stradio Lab. I'm feeling on top of the world, um, quite literally. We are on top of not just the world, but Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) We are coming at you live. A destination recording in Hell's Kitchen, NY City, baby. When the New York mayor's office approached us to be brand ambassadors for Hell's Kitchen, we said... You know, not all gay guys are the same. We're more Brooklyn, Bedsty, Bushwick. And then he said, "What do you think about Charlie XCX?" And we said, "She's a slave." <laughs> and then he said, "You all say that." And I said, "Okay, you're right." Yeah, credit where credits due. And and now here we are. Honestly, do you feel the spirit of Hell's Kitchen flowing through? When you? I tell you, my heart is pounding. I feel so. This is like I'm feeling Avatar Way of Water, but instead of water, it's the energy of Hell's Kitchen. 100%. I can feel my Navi is a partying <laughs> in industry right now. And sort of listening to a remix of that song that samples Blue Dubba D. Yeah, I can feel sort of the top 40s mixed in with sort of the worst DJ you've ever yes. heard shouting whenever he feels like it. And a finance guy who unfortunately is kind of hot, mm. sort of doing the New Jersey fist pump that yeah. you didn't think gay guys did. Yeah. And you're like, oh, where, what in finance do you do? And he's like, actually, I work at Accenture. And you're like, well, that's not even like good. Like, like that's even a step below finance. See, I'm so glad you know which finance is good and which finance is bad because I would be lost out here in Hell's Kitchen yeah. without you. It's really, there is a, a, a drag queen that has been rejected from Drag Race the past 17 years running. But you know what? She does a great Whitney. And that's all you need. Like, I think it's actually so much more respectable to be rejected a hundred times from that show. I agree. Well, it's a lifelong process becoming an underdog, and then you have to get your moment when you're approximately 55 years old. <laughs> and it does suck to wait. And the worst part is that your moment only lasts for about six months. But And it's unpaid, but it's such good exposure. It's such a fun moment. Those six months are going to be the best moments of the rest of your life, which won't be much longer. 
Right. <laughs> Rest in power. <laughs> Rest in power. Should we say why we're in Hell's Kitchen? You can. If you, I'm leaving that up to you. Okay. If you want to well, dox your lover, go ahead. So here's what happened. You know, normally we record at our homes um, in our cozy at-home podcasting studios that we had specially made mm-hmm. um, by the folks at the Home Edit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear more about that, our Netflix show uh, about that is, is premiering next month. Um, but... I sort of realized, as I was planning my day, I was like, you know, I have this recording at five, and then my boyfriend, who shall remain nameless, goes, oh, you know, remember I told you that's when I had Zoom therapy, and you said twice that you have nothing during that time? And I said, you bet you bet your ass I remember that, because I was looking <laughs> at the wrong week on my calendar. <laughs> and so then, there I am, 24 hours before the recording, frantically emailing everyone I could get my grubby little hands on to say, is there a studio, a podcasting studio even, preferably in Hell's Kitchen, (laughs) that we could switch this recording to? And sure enough, our brilliant producer, Olivia, connected us to the the folks here. And 24 hours later, we are, like I said, on top of the world in Hell's Kitchen. I'm looking right at you in a way that feels both intimate but also so far away because our faces are obscured by the <laughs> microphones. And I'm doing that thing where if I close one eye, then I can't see you. If I close the other one, then I can. Yeah, we're like half peeking behind the corner. And in the meantime, and you know, we're not bringing in our guests yet, uh, but in the meantime, we're looking at one another while our guests are looking at us side view, profile view from another screen. Fully spectators on Zoom um, looking at us almost as if we are like some sort of talk show that they have to watch against right. their will. Yeah, they're they're like recappers for Vulture. And they're like, <laughs> we have to watch Radio Lab because our draft is due at 10 a.m. <laughs> Where their assignment. Yeah. Um, I want to say one more thing about Hell's Kitchen. Please. You know what? I feel whenever I'm here, and this um, is maybe a pandemic thing, maybe uh, just like I never leave my apartment ever mm-hmm. anymore. But it's like when I'm here, I'm like, oh, I could starve. Like I actually won't know where to eat and I'm currently hungry and I'm sort of when I was walking here, I was like, okay, let's look for a restaurant. And I'm walking here and I'm seeing restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. And but it's like, well, I can't eat there. Yeah. And so it's like I those restaurants are all fake restaurants that you're supposed to walk past because you're better than them. Right. But then where do you eat? So much of New York is just backdrop. <laughs> yeah. And it takes years to figure out what is real and what is backdrop. So sometimes, you know, you'll try to enter a place and it's like, no, no, that's decorative. <laughs> that's so you feel like you're in a city. And for every neighborhood, there are about four to five restaurants that you're supposed to eat at. And all the other restaurants are there as placeholders until right. one of those other restaurants one, goes away. 100%. It's like when you look at a menu and there are a bunch of different cocktails and you're like, People from Wisconsin think this is real, but I know it's fake. <laughs> They're not making it. Well, I mean, and they give you the full list of cocktails, and you as a smart person who goes to restaurants knows you're not supposed to order any of them. No. That, that's for a show. That's for them. to. That's a performance of, like, welcome to mm-hmm. the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you say, thank you for having me. You look at it, and you say, no, thank you. I'm going <laughs> to order something else. It's a ritual. It's a, it's a it ritual is. that you have to respect. Yeah. I mean, so much of living here is just... Uh, more and more complicated rituals mm-hmm. where at the end of the day you have uh, somehow spent $450. <laughs> and again, in that way, it's kind of like uh, Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the I, I do. I do really like the, the premise of Hell's Kitchen Pandora. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so empowering to. Did you see the tweet that was like, Earth is our Pandora? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but honestly, I get it. <laughs> I also like the concept of 
you know, in Hell's Kitchen, you have a gay Navi, you know, so it's like straight people come and they put on their little headset Mm -hmm. and then their gay Navi goes out and is like, hey, mama. (laughs) Yeah. And they like blend in perfectly and no one knows the difference. No one knows it's like a Republican congressman. (laughs) Yeah. They just like have a weird haircut. That's kind of the tell. But you're also like, well, maybe they just work in finance and they're just like that other guy. Right. Exactly. Well, much like the Navi, they have weird haircuts that are sexual in their own way. (laughs) You saw Avatar. Yeah. I am not going to see it because truly, why would I ever watch that? I First of all, you are heard and right. I hear you. Second of all, don't you want to be part of a moment? You know what? I do. So much of uh, getting older mm-hmm. is picking which moments you want to be a part of. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so for me, something that was eye-opening this year is being like, I don't want to be part of the Top Gun Maverick moment, and I don't want to be part of the Avatar moment. Wow. And guess what? No one's going to notice. No one's going to look around and be like, where's George? <laughs> but you did um, actively choose to be a part of the Welcome to Fletch. What's his name? Fleischman is in trouble. <laughs> I chose to be part of Fleischman is in trouble, and I chose to be part of Emily in Paris. Oh, that's true. And, oh, yeah, and you know, we have a huge, uh, once we bring him in, we're going to really get into it because one of our guests was, in fact, featured in GQ for being a man who watches Emily in Paris. Wow. It, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not to be a bitch, but talk about straight privilege. I like, know. Yeah. yeah, it's like, why am I, why am I not getting coverage for like, watching Emily in Paris? You're a man. I finished it. <laughs> you're literally a man. You okay, are. but, okay, we actually have to bring in our guests, but I, but, but I, we we do need to address Avatar because there's gaslighting happening. Wait, who's gaslighting who? Everyone pretending it's real. But can you tell me tell me what you thought when you saw it? Here's what I thought when I saw it. I actually left that theater and I was like, oh no, that was a bad movie. Right. <laughs> Which was so unfortunate because as you know, I am the anti-intellectual of this show. 100%. <laughs> and of course, I was looking to sort of say, you know, I'm a man of the people, blockbusters are bad, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And instead I said, that movie left me feeling cold. That movie left me feeling intellectual. That movie made me want to read more books. Whoa. It made me want indie cinema. It made me want, um, I don't know. So it was so <laughs> bad that it made you want to consume more elevated yeah. products. I'm I'm getting a New Yorker subscription. Oh, my God. That's so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, really dangerous. You know, it's interesting you say you walked out of the theater and thought that was a bad movie. I thought that as soon as I watched the two-minute trailer... <laughs> I mean, you are right. The thing is, so the first one, I really, I watched it and I'm watching it and I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, this movie's bad, this movie's bad, this movie's bad. And then at the end, I'm like moved. And I don't know why. And I was like, wow, that's a a good movie to make me think it's bad the whole time and Mm -hmm. then I like it. This one, I I was like, okay, this movie's bad, this movie's bad, this movie's bad. And then it ended and I was like, okay, and it's still bad. Right. So that was really hurtful. It... It does the the magnitude of it makes you want to root for it in some way, but you're also like, why can't they use that technology to make Fleischman is in trouble? <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the hearing about them shooting and being like Kate Winslet like held the record for like breathing underwater or holding her breath underwater. Right. Like I'm like, you know, I saw her underwater for maybe. 30 seconds in that movie. Right. And it's like, don't do this. You actually yeah. don't need to do this. Yeah, don't risk your life. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. For Avatar, the way of water. <laughs> but I'm glad you all got to go to New Zealand or whatever. Yeah, congratulations to everyone involved. Yeah. So should we bring in our guests? I think we should. This is an exciting episode, I would say. I would say. Because I'll tell you something about this episode. 
you know, most of our guests are comedians. We've also had actors. We've had writers. Um, we've had award-winning author Gia Tolentino. <laughs> but this is a sort of, this is a niche, and I don't even want to say niche because that's not giving them enough credit. I, all I want to say is- No, they're, drag them. They're, no, 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 not ni- <laughs> niche is the wrong word. Here's what I was going to say, is that there's a niche of people that are both listeners of this podcast and listeners of our guest podcast. That's what I was going. That's where I was going with niche. Not saying I would never call someone the the n word <laughs> niche, but and and I think for those people, this will be literally their avatar way of water. And then I think for the rest of the listeners, they will have no idea what's going on. I think for those listeners, it could be avatar way of water, and for the rest of the listeners, it could also be avatar way of water. Derogatory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think it's time to bring them in. I think you should do the honors. Okay, great. Um, Live from the city of Los Angeles, uh, please welcome Chris Black and Jason Stewart of How Long Gone Podcast. What's up, fellas? What's up, guys? So, what's up, guys? How are you? Yeah, go ahead. So good. Please, yeah, you look great. What up? No, you guys look incredible. Wow, (laughs) I'm really taking in this tableau of of the four of us. I know. Well, with you guys in the middle, it does feel. I guess I'm a top and Jason is a bottom in this case. Actually, Chris, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just pandering. Pandering. I'm sorry. I'm just already. Chris is like, that's hey, how- guys, hey, y'all are slaying. He's like, mama, <laughs> mama, dad. I would- comes in. Chris is like, that's that's, that's on Pally. He's like, oh, come I on. would never. I would never say slay or hey mama, but I might after this is over, depending on how powerful you guys are. Okay, the big GQ article. These are the men that say slay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I just think it's so powerful when New York and LA can just meet in the middle on Zoom and come together via podcast. Totally. The two most powerful things are New York and LA meeting and straight men saying top and bottom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a uh, question. While you guys are doing the intro and mm-hmm. we're watching you, does do you, does it ever make you nervous? Does it ever affect your your like opening monologue when you have people watching you, staring at you? Yeah, thank you so much for asking that. We actually get extremely nervous and usually are looking at our guests as closely as possible and analyzing all their like micro expressions mm-hmm. uh-huh. to try to yeah. see if they're mad at us, liking it, or just straight up bored. This was complicated because we were forced to look into each other's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and we mm-hmm. so we couldn't mm-hmm. be gauging your interest. So I actually think it would be really helpful if you guys rated us on a scale of one to ten. How did we do? I was half I was nervous. I was looking at Instagram, so I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I was also looking at Instagram and not paying yeah. a full attention. I, but yeah, I mean if, if it if it makes you so nervous, then why don't you not do it anymore? Just go straight dry well well that would be letting fear win yeah <laughs> and we have to i think the nervousness point, counterpoint <laughs> great point great point yeah it would rest. and yeah. the nervousness is almost like doing the wim hof method where you sort of are plunged into cold water like mm. i don't want to start relaxed that's not going to be a good episode run towards anything. what's difficult not exactly. away from it exactly mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. while that's my 2023 energy jason thank you for kind of reminding me so you're saying that you guys don't get high or drunk before you do this no. no. Do you guys? I, I'm sober. Jason is always higher drunk. Really? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I've never done it drunk. I've done it like little buzzy, mm-hmm. but yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll do an edible, but I'm not. I'm never like in a K-hole on the sure. podcast. All right. Well, yeah, I actually don't know why we're so- um, Why we're not in a K-hole? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, aren't we gay? Yeah, interesting um, that, the, that that's the drug you chose to say you're adamantly against. No, I... Well, no, why? No because one's it's against the gay it. one. That's not the gay... He didn't say poppers. Ketamine is not exclusively gay. I guess that's true. I, no, you're right. We're Come creating on. binaries. We're creating false binaries. Look, Stop. straight people invented K. You guys just perfected it. That well, doesn't yeah. mean that it's your drug. That's true. Because that's when, true. I, when I think of straight people, I think of horses. So that's kind of <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah, that yeah does exactly. Sense. So Jason, are you um, drunk or high now? Just a little high off of fitness. I was in the at the gym, and then I did a little a sauna and a cold shower. So I feel kind of high, but I'm I'm not on drugs right now. Wow. Mm. I actually, I don't, I don't mean to, but I have a hard out at um, three thirty because I'm actually going to the infrared sauna myself. So if we oh, could just wow. be mindful, oh. mindful of that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, it's, totally. It's, Keep it's that kind top of top of mind. I'll give you guys updates every ten or so. It's for my mental health as well as physical. And for um, anyone listening at home, three thirty is in five minutes, so we really have to rush. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And George, thank you for doing that math. Yeah, because I was like, I cannot do this right now. Um, I mean, listen, when you're by coastal, you have to know how to add and subtract the number three. <laughs> Google does it for me, but I like to use my brain. Yeah, weren't, weren't you guys just in L.A. like a few weeks ago? We were in L.A., um, yeah, like in December. Why were you there? We were doing a few shows Award there. season? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw, I saw some reviews of your Vulture performance. Positive, I hope. They Not were Vulture but, Fest. They were very positive. Vulture is a cursed platform, um, but I'm happy <laughs> that they were able to. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy that they were able to host you guys and that you were able to win so many fans in the City of Angels. And I saw, I saw some big celebs were kind of in the building as well. A lot yeah, who of big did you guys celebs. network with over there at V Fest. Well, okay, so we the number one per, we networked with two main people. Okay. 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 One is one is the Australian pop singer Betty Who. Who? Okay. Not familiar. Not familiar. Let's do a little better on the second okay. one. Okay. And then the second Betty one. Betty Who? And then literally who in the name? That, you can't literally do that who in the unknown. Name. Yeah, that's cursed. Listen, she's Unless hard so at all. She's it's... hard at all, and she comes out stronger every time. That's, that's my Betty. And then the second person we networked with was Megan Fahey from The White Lotus. Okay, I don't know who that is. Which I character watched is she again? She White is Lotus. Daphne, the one who is blonde, who's married to the. To, to, who, Got it. With the trainer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's up with What's up with her, Jason? Would you want to build with her or no? She delivered a couple stunning performances. She did. On that. She really. Where, so she did. was a real standout. She really did. Where Where the husband uh, was like, "I'm yeah, I'm fucking other people," and she was like, "And." She delivered some incredible social content for the team at Vulture. Yes. That's great. And I didn't know that she does Vulture's socials, too. And that's more. That seems beneath her. Well, you no, know, because you know how it is, Jason. Sometimes actors, like, can't get jobs. You no. Know? So it's like, I they mean, have to have a backup That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, you're saying that okay. I so, see. so you're her saying, performance at Vulture Fest d- oh, kind of delivered. Okay. They took great clips content from it and it created some yeah. incredible content. It created some. Okay, I saw a lot of viral. I saw a lot of viral <laughs> content from Vulture Fest. Um, so I'm glad that you guys. We didn't. I'm Jason, beating myself up for not checking that out. We didn't get invited, did we? I don't think we did. No. Well, listen, it's very competitive. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. I, We're it not is in very... the iHeart sphere. Mm-hmm. Oh, We're that's the true. Yeah, yeah. So. We're we not didn't really so, expect to get it's, to yeah, like that. It's pretty weird to like not be signed to a major. Totally. Like well, you guys, you guys are oh. part of Joe Rogan's network, right? 
<laughs> yeah, we yeah we are. He doesn't know that yet, but he did give Jason a Tesla as like a signing bonus. So it's looking wow. pretty good for us so far. It's badass. You guys don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that Joe Rogan has a network, but if no he network. did, nice try. If Whoa. he did, I would not. I can't stand with Joseph, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. I kind of love his kettlebells and some of his other supplements. Um, some of his other beliefs do kind of clash with mine. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, right. He Loki fell off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that true? <laughs> Is it, is opinion, it true? Yeah. Can we get a fact check on whether Joe Rogan low-key fell <laughs> because off? Because he, he used to have, it would be like crazy celebrities, crazy famous yeah. people, and then like one like person who's like a monster truck driver, and you're like, okay. And now it's just only like Navy SEALs that you've never heard of yeah, who like yeah, yeah, wrote yeah. a weird book. and like nobody it's, guys, it's guys who can hold their breath for eight minutes. Right. You know, and it's yeah, just kind of like, yeah. cool, dude. You mean Kate Winslet? It's only Kate Winslet. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So does he no longer have normal celebrities? Because he's had like b- big people on. Yeah. No, I think he. I think he does occasionally, right, Jason? Yeah. Or no? I don't know. I mean, I don't really check for him anymore. He's a little persona non grata after yeah. know, the last couple. No, that's years yeah. He's you know. I mean, after I think, the new normal of these unprecedented times. On, yeah, I think he. I think he doesn't need guests at all, and could literally sit there and do kettlebell swings for two and a half hours a day, and yeah. millions of people would watch. So I think the effort is he'd rather get like a British scientist who hates Fauci, you know, kind of zoom in. That's the thing is like the thing with someone like Joe Rogan, who's sort of like fundamentally stupid, is that it's fun when he is interviewing like a, you know, a a celebrity or kind of an unsuspecting person. And then the entertainment comes out of him asking silly questions. And the fact that you Mm -hmm. get someone having a conversation that's unlike something they would have on like Jimmy Fallon. But then when he sure. gets up his own ass and decides he's like a thought leader and then all his other guests are also self-proclaimed thought leaders and it's sort of the snake eating its own tail. Like you mm-hmm. got to go back and interview Bella Thorne. So yeah, no, I, <laughs> I would love to see this is our this is an official petition to get Bella Thorne on Joe Rogan. That I would really the save us, the program. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, that was a great that was a great uh you mean you basically made a deck and presented it to me yeah. as to what Joe should do for Q1 23. Yeah, I'm buying. That's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if any other brands want to collaborate with us, <laughs> we do offer those services. Yeah. And okay. we can make some incredible content for your socials. And we know just who to call if you need more. And... We, we have a lot of contacts at Vulture. So if you need <laughs> oh, video great, stuff. Great. great. I love well, while you guys were in LA, like, what did what did you get into? Is there like, did you fall in love with any cool restaurants or parts Hot of town, spots. or as, did you meet any? Yeah, cool I mean, as we've or? already discussed, we were, I would say, hate crimed by someone <laughs> by someone assuming we didn't know about natural wine. But we can't get into that again. We can't we've get already into discussed. It because we've already Stop, about guys. It. The, okay. the Hollywood Roosevelt isn't that bad. It's not a hate crime to stay <laughs> what rest- there. What restaurant was it? Really quick. <laughs> I, I'll, Kismet. Oh, oh my God, what is it? Um, Night Market Song. Oh, Night, Night Market. Market. Okay. Wow, not our friends at Night Market. I would expect it from Kismet, but not Night Market. Which, by the way, I've I have been to for many. Like I've been there multiple times, many pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. post-pandemic, and to be offended to to have someone say to me, "Do you know how natural wine works?" <laughs> In the year 2022. Oh no, Sam, you're angry because I'm talking about this again because we've already we can't talk about it. this again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we can't talk about it again. Otherwise, I mean, it sounds do do? pretty cool to me. I mean, I I get mad when anybody says we do things differently around here. And yes. that's the same kind of vibe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was your spice level? Did you go with for the papaya salad? I mean, here's the thing. I'm like at a I'm at a 
strong middle level with all that stuff. I would love to be one of those mm. people who can handle it. But if I if I ever have the <laughs> honor of being on Hot Ones, the show that everyone <laughs> likes for some reason, um, I would not do well. <laughs> I can't wait till we get invited on Hot Ones and I get to eat like vegan wings like Natalie Portman. Yes. That's really gonna it's really gonna solidify me in the in the universe. Oh, but yeah. I don't I don't fully you know Jason, do you watch Hot Ones? No, I mean I I did a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it was, you know it was something, but no, nothing. Would you say that guy low key fell off? <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he, <laughs> he took, did uh, low key fall took, off. He took kind of he probably took like a bad TV deal, and now he's kind of being washed away with the tide. Mm. I don't think he. I don't think he did. I don't think he did take a TV deal. That shit is still on YouTube because it probably makes more money. It's still on YouTube. Well, he also is getting more and like bigger and bigger stars. It's just he's like very, he's like Eminem. He's very good at what he does. I just don't want to hear it. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, super talented. He's yeah. an amazing interviewer. No, that's I, fair. I, it's too many facts for me. Like I don't love Nardwar style stuff where mm. it's like I know everything about you. But I see why it's entertaining when the challenge is presented that you have to answer these questions under duress. Sure, sure. Yeah. Do you watch it, Sam? No, no, no. It's just one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's again, it's like, you know, with the current media landscape, it's <laughs> easy Let's for go. it's easy for a bit to go too far because no one, there's no executives to say no. That's, I know, I know. That's why. I mean. That's why I can't believe people white like White Lotus so much. The we bit, need more the bit, wow. The bit's gone. The bit's gone too far with most of these shows. But you know, I wanted to though because this is something. This is a world premiere. I found a show that I liked that isn't a reality show, and I I don't really kind of delve into those waters mm -hmm. very often because I find TV for smart people to be obnoxious, um, because mm -hmm. of the media landscape. A hundred percent. I discovered totally. a new a new program from our friends at Apple called Slow Horses, starring Fat Gary Oldman. I you will n literally everyone has been talking to me about Slow Horses. <laughs> Great program. Great program. And you guys can have your White Lotus and your Sopranos and all your other bullshit, but this is a great program, and it has British accents as well. Yeah. Wow, you are literally ready to burn it all down. It is. I'm scared of your radicalism. Um, liking liking the <laughs> liking the Sopranos is like liking pizza. It's like sure, dude, cool. Like I, I'm sure that's crazy that you like a TV show that won every award it could possibly win. Yeah. The guy's dead, so there people a, like it even more. There was a sort of period there where people were like, you know, the Sopranos isn't just about the mafia; it's about capitalism. And you're like, yeah, we know. Sure. <laughs> when you think about it, every show is about capitalism, but so I, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. I don't want to get yeah. into that. No, there's no. That's above our pay grade. Yeah, no. I think every. I would say everyone has been talking to me about slow horses too, but everyone being like Misha and his parents because I was just up there for Christmas. I do think slow horses, to your point, seems like the rare kind of show that is both a straight parent show and mm -hmm. a cool millennial show. No, no, that's that's a good point. Like my parents would definitely watch it and they might not understand and they would have to have subtitles on like I did. Mm -hmm. um, but I am their son, you know, so that kind of that kind of tracks. But I, it's a it's a great program. And I feel because like I, I've been watching so much garbage. It feels great to finally watch something that people think is like good. Totally. Quote unquote. Mm. Um, but luckily there's not a lot of discourse around it because there's not enough sex and so no one cares. That's sort of how I felt about the show Bad Sisters also on uh, Apple TV. But then I've never people... even heard of that. Well, exactly. I'm telling you, it's good. <laughs> He's a stan. He's all I'm, in. I'm sort of a huge stan of the show Bad Sisters. It's are, about Are there any are there any hotties or yes. no? Yes. And um well, 
Yes, there are. And also the young slutty sister is played by Bono's daughter. Oh, the one that got mad about the Nepo Babies article? Exactly. That's my queen. Yeah. I stand with I stand with her. Well, let me tell you I something. forgot. She's very talented. She was really good in it. And uh So yeah. you're saying to me that she would have this role on this TV program if her dad wasn't Bono? Um, I'm saying that she's better than us because her dad is Bono and we need to right just point. sort of like be Great okay point. with that. Who do I want a, a random woman off the street to be in Bad Sisters? No. <laughs> That's right. You know what sucks about being Bono's daughter is the last name is unrecognizable because he doesn't have one. Well, yeah. But, oh, wow. But that almost makes it better because then you can sort of get away with. Yeah, you're your yeah. own person. Yeah. No, sort of. I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to be my own person when I'm calling, you know, Mother Wolf for a Friday night 8 no, p.m. It's table. True. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's true. Not, that's, <laughs> there's true. benefits to this stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why we're also jealous of Sasha Spielberg. I know. <laughs> Have you heard her music? I mean, literally couldn't tell you. Like, I'm sure I have at some point, but it really washes over me. She opened for Haim. Oh, well, um, Haim is a storied uh, character on this podcast, but go ahead. I love Haim. I do I'm too. A big, I'm a big Haim guy. She was, she, Sasha Spielberg's music is better than expected, but not like I need to listen to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those. It's one of those. Well, things. you know what I found out today is Kathy Jimmy's daughter is a indie musician. Who? Kathy Jimmy is um the She's act- like, Bro, you sound like you sound like you're saying Kathy and Jimmy. That's two people. <laughs> She's like the funny uh the funny one in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, She's like, like the third witch that's not Sarah Jessica Parker and <laughs> All right, you guys, I, you lost She's kind me. of Hocus a bigger po- gal on the Hocus Pocus bunch. <laughs> yeah, She's the thank third. you, Jason. She's the third. the third Hocus Pocus girl. Yeah, she's Bro, sort of, seen, she's sort I don't of, know about all this. She's sort of the SD Heim of Cocus Pocus, if that means anything oh, to you. Oh, come on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are both dealing with such different issues in our day-to-day lives. You have a full-time job in Los Angeles. You've had to uproot your home. You've had to, you have to figure out work-life balance. Meanwhile, I am a freelancer in New York City. How do I fit it all in one day? How do I create my own schedule? What am I, some boss lady in a film? You know, it's so hard. You have to be boss and employee. But you know what? We can't keep these things bottled up. You know, we need to let them out. That's right. People all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And when you bottle them up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I'll tell you something. Therapy in the past for me has been just a place where once a week I can tell someone what I'm thinking of in a safe and enclosed space where no one can enter and ask me to send an email because it is my time and it is my time for therapy. And everyone deserves that in all across this great nation. Yeah. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and hey, suited for your schedule. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stradio today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Stradio. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so so George, if you and Chris both like Heim, uh huh, it seems like there's like, are you guys like the gay version of us, or are we the straight version of you guys? Because you guys have like, you guys have sort of a tidier look, yeah, like the mm-hmm. same haircut. I would actually say, OCD. I would actually say you guys are the gay versions of us. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> what makes you it what, on you guys? What makes you say that exactly? Because. Yeah, I'm actually Did, curious of your reasoning as well. Well, you know, all we've heard since we've gotten on this Zoom is Heim, saunas, you know, <laughs> working out. Are, do your people like saunas? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just love the peace and quiet. Yeah, just love to be alone. Or actually, yeah, love to bond. There's some saunas in the West Village I'm told not to go into for kind of peace and quiet. Guys, so, yeah. I, I have a sauna right here. Oh, my oh God. My God. What the hell is that? That's insane. You know how much cum is in there? Zero. <laughs> they don't. There's no fun. Take a go- good hard look at it. You that don't even sauna's- like ha- play sauna with, uh, I don't know, a loved one? <laughs> Let's play sauna? <laughs> you don't even want to be like, I just want to see how the gay guys do it. Let's try it. Yeah, have oh, some like of your buddies over. In the sauna. <laughs> I don't know. I don't use it. For, it's Well, it's too small. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm like I'm tall and it's you know it's it's a cramped space. You can't really get much action going on in there. Hmm. Wow, wow. Oh no. Sorry. One one day I'll get a bigger bigger one. <laughs> yeah, the only cumless sauna in all wow, of America. Wow, that's so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Should make it a landmark. <laughs> I um, went to a new I went to a new um kind of like wellness like place uh-huh. on Sunset Boulevard. I usually go to a place called Pause Studios. But they were booked because a lot of people were recovering after the holidays, of course. Is that and a veterinarian? Went... What is that? <laughs> no, it's a it's a like a, um, just a grooming place. No, it's a no, it's not Chateau Marmot. It's a high end. Um, it's a high. How is pause spelled? Pause P A pause like P A stereo P A pause. I apologize for the confusion, fellas. Um, thank, so, thank you for that. So it's a high-end recovery area, and there's you you get a sauna that has a cold plunge and a shower in the same room, so you can kind of do the whole cycle. Oh, um, nice. Very affordable. Um, and then, but they were booked, so I had to go to this other other thing called Remedy Place, which is a little more like vibes, mm. you know. So it's like a it's like dark, and they it's encourage- down market, but vibey. <laughs> It's more expensive. There's fifteen. Ooh. There's fifteen employees wearing Lululemon, mm. and then there's also like a like a. There's like a. No, they weren't hot. And then there was um, 
I'm out of here. There's a bar, <laughs> it seems like, and they also encourage you to kind of like co-work. Oh, so after you get cryo and a little bit of and a little bit it of sauna, it sounds like Soho House for people who sleep in their car. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. So I was there and I was like, oh, I thought this. I've heard about this. There's one in New York. It seems like you know, like Equinox Soho House level of establishment. And then I went in the sauna room and it was. I gotta say, and I'm a you know, I'm I'm a pretty big guy. It was cramped. Yeah, you know, it was cramped. The shower was cramped. Their in-house products were not up to my standards. Wow. Um, so I was just, I left disappointed and I thought to myself, that was the first time I had personally considered purchasing a sauna for my home, e- you know, even though Jason has had Because you're such a, a big guy, you know? I'm such a big guy. I don't, I don't, I want, I need the two person. Because I like to lay down a little bit. Oh, okay. sure. You have to stretch out a bit. Wow. To go yeah. to a, to go to a spa place that is so bad it actually inspires you to purchase your own sauna <laughs> is really something. Well, look, I, I, know, didn't, right? I, I didn't pull the trigger, yeah. but I, I've, I've thought about it harder than I ever have before. Yeah. The thought presented itself into your head. Okay. Exactly. exactly. I give it a year. Yeah, let's I'd get into s- some segments, you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I, <laughs> thank you for giving thank us. Thank you for giving us. I do want to just lastly, the, the idea of a sauna co-working, like I'm imagining someone on their <laughs> laptop going from the ice bath to the sauna and just like being like, just circling back, just circling back, just circling back. No, totally. That's like that's literally what's happening. Like there's a, a lot guy- of products overheating, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Water damage, just like is big. everyone being electrocuted. But she's like, we did the brand launch. <laughs> Worth it. Um. Sam, would you like to introduce oh our God. first segment? I okay. also can. Oh, yeah, you do okay, it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, well, gentlemen, our first <laughs> segment is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we ask you a series of rapid-fire questions where you have to pick this thing or that thing. And, oh, wait, I forgot to say. It's to test your... <laughs> a series of rapid-fire questions to test your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture. So you have to okay. choose this thing or another thing. But the twist okay. is none of them make any sense and you're not allowed to ask any follow-up questions. And if you okay. do, we'll kick you out of the Zoom. Ooh. All right. Got Sam, it. take it away. Okay. Swiss Beats or Swiss Miss? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> I'll go Swiss Miss. Yeah. Hmm? I, have to, I have to stand with my co-host on this. I hate Swiss Beats. <laughs> Showtime! I love hot chocolate, cold or warm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Silent disco or Soylent smoothie? Soylent smoothie. 1,000. Soylent smoothie. I Silent discos are one of the... It's the worst thing since um, since flash mobs. It really is uniquely bad. <laughs> well, they're sisters. Bad sisters, I would say. They, um, <laughs> okay. bad sister, flash mob. Um, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn or damn Daniel. <laughs> Oh, damn, Daniel, for sure. That's a classic. That is a classic. All right. <laughs> Why the like Daniel, it? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Honestly, me yeah. too. It is. Like, it's damn. so like, okay. Like, that's your famous line? <laughs> Go on. Yeah. <laughs> it's dramatic, if you ask me. It really is before they sort of master the art of catchphrases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's too clunky. But imagine the first time hearing it, you would, you would just be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it floors you in 1947. Uh, okay. Uh, wide-legged pants or narrow-minded Hollywood executives? <laughs> narrow-minded Hollywood executives. <laughs> I'm wide-legged pants. Sorry. Wow. I'm different. Wow. Okay, happy wife, happy life, or single and ready to mingle? Happy wife, happy life. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
being fenced in or being lensed by Jurgen Teller? Do not say fucking lens in front of me. Do not say that. And I know. Thank you. I, for, I almost feel like I emailed you and told you to work in I'm, lensed onto this. I'm not going to bring. I'm not going to bring up the the. I know who coined that cursed term. And I made do it popular. too. We're gonna we're gonna brush on by that. Yeah. But I would love to have my photo taken by Jurgen. Of course, he's one of my favorites. Chris would bottom for Jurgen. Let's keep it a hundred, bro. Uh, that's too far. <laughs> Did you say bottom for Jurgen? He's not even gay. I, I kind of like. I kind of. He's just like, a fashion photographer. No, you know, you know, when you first, when we first got into tops and bottoms, I was like, this burn is him too, for Jurgen. Burn him for Jurgen. Now that's a Jürgen. social movement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now we're talking. That's so progressive. Hashtag Burdum for Jurgen. <laughs> Join the movement today. Make your voice heard in Burgum for Jurgen. Um, okay, J Crew or JB Smooth? Well, I mean, I have to say J Crew, but I would say that anyway. Sure. Wow. I'm a big fan of. Have you guys seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? Of course. Uh huh. I recently started watching. Actually, I mean, talk JB about it. JB kills it on there. Show. Gotta yeah. watch it. Uh, so, I'm gonna go JB Smooth. Wow. So are you saying? Are you saying that? And I don't want to put you in a weird position, but do you like Curb more than Sopranos? Who me or or him or both? All of you. I like Curb more than The Sopranos. Oh, Soprano. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, why why the dramatic oh. pronunciation? Soprano. Somebody. <laughs> oh. Was this Someone was in choir. Oh. <laughs> Soprano. I'm classically trained. Sopranos with my family. I guess I got to go curb. I'm a loller at the end of the day. D yeah, you got it. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and go Sopranos. No. Yes. I mean, I've only seen like 8 episodes of Curb. Oh, no, you have to watch Curb what? beginning to end. Yeah, well, you guys, I just started Seinfeld like a year ago, and I'm still working through it, and I felt like I wasn't allowed to watch Curb until I finished Seinfeld, but then I was on a plane once, and I was bored, and they had it, so I started it. Why? So, what? Mormon? What's the deal? Yeah, what's, the, what's, your, well. what's, what's your problem? <laughs> what hey, is Jack, problem? what's your problem? <laughs> I think it stems from, I always was like, I'm a child, and as I'm not allowed to watch adult things. I was really putting rules on myself as a kid, and so I was like, mm -hmm. Seinfeld, that that's for adults. I was like MTV Spring Break for adults. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, at this point I'm like 17 and I'm like, okay, well that show is too old. Like I'm like, okay, that's mm. like that's irrelevant and that's gonna die. It and actually. But I bet like you. That. But I bet you <laughs> watched every season of Sex in the City, My So Called Life, uh, okay, I don't know, Desperate me. Housewives. Yeah. I can keep going. No, I mean, you're literally just, right. Yeah. This is a hate crime, but it's completely correct. <laughs> you know, one of the I would say one of the most charming things about Sam is this. Um, is that he never really went through a rebellious phase as a kid. Would you say that's no, true? No, I didn't rebel until I was maybe like 23, which was like kind of a weak rebellion because it's like, yeah, you're like out of the house. Who cares? What kind of... What, what was, was your, your version of a, re of re yeah. a rebellious act? What got you put in the slammer for the weekend? <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't rebel legally, but I do feel like I was kind of like... Um, <laughs> so you got read somebody a, a sternly worded letter or something? I was like, you gotta, I was like sexually, like almost dangerous, like bordering on dangerous, you know? Like, listen, there's no so you sauna mean you, you across the New York, <laughs> across the tri-state area that doesn't have a okay, little. Okay, so you were you cutting? From, What's going on? Was you got to see on one. You got to see on one of your papers at Bard, and <laughs> kind of like it spiraled after that. No, I was just sort of like, I was just kind of like, well, what? Like, I moved to New York and was like, well, let's. Uh, no one's watching me. Let's go. 
And okay. um, also, you described kind of it crazy. You described it to me once in a way that I thought was so interesting, which is you were like, "Well, I was closeted, and I felt like if I drank too much or did drugs, I would get so loose that I would come out." <laughs> And then that actually was. I true. had a couple of straight friends like that in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a common affliction. I don't think that's. They like... get blacked out and then they like start a fight because like, what if this hot guy beat me up? Kind of vibe, you know? Totally. Yeah. No, I definitely and I literally did come out because I was drunk. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I could have a wife right now. Imagine. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Where did you Where did you come from? What Where are you from? Uh, I'm from like the Midwest and Virginia, and I went to college in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's not great because Virginia is kind of like it's not the South, but it's also not the. It's a confusing place. Don't come for VA. Yeah. I'm not. I love VA <laughs> as a place, and and they've given us such great stuff like tobacco and et cetera. But I just don't. You know, it's kind of a tweener. Stop well, dragging. I, I'd say Southern Virginia is the South, and Northern Virginia is the North. It like almost. I don't. You can't split a state like that. What do you think you are, General Patton? Like Virginia is literally split into two states: West Virginia and regular Virginia. She's West, been split. But Virginians don't want to claim West Virginia because of the stigma. We all know that. Because of your little opioid crisis, that's why. It's, it's not my my opioid crisis took place in New York City. It has nothing to do with West Virginia. <laughs> Okay. Wait, you know what I'm noticing? You know, because you two are such professionals, you know, if we let our guard down for one second, suddenly you're the ones interviewing us. No, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And not to bring it back to topping or bottoming, but it's like, now we're, I feel like we're flip fucking. And it's yeah, like, it's freaking actually, me it's out, say, actually. And we're being bottoms and not even in a sort of power bottom empowering way. We're being, we're being mm, dominated. Sub. Sub. <laughs> sub. Yeah, you this, guys are being used and using us. <laughs> yeah, this Next is a question. That's, that's what a cross promotional podcast appearance does. Yeah, I guess God. that's true. Well, you said yeah. flip flip fucking? Is that a I've never, yeah, what it's called? Have you ever heard of flip fucking? It's no. when you no. take turns topping and bothering yeah. each other. I thought that I, was I could a- kind of do the math on what it meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Thank just never that. heard that term before. I like it. Yeah. I haven't heard that term before either, and I thought that was I thought the rules were a little more strict than that, but I guess if you find someone that's a freak like you, you can go ahead and get <laughs> into it. Chris, nobody's buying you playing dumb like that. Yeah. I've never heard that I've never heard the term. You before. thought I really no haven't. one ever did both things and you know, in succession when the I possibility mean, is there. I guess I guess I'm just Chris, even straight be be flipping sometimes. Yeah, that 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 is true. I'm just saying the term is so good. The sure. fact that I've never heard it before is shocking. I well, think it, it does just exist more on like gay apps. Like, yeah, it, like I would never say to a person like, oh, you know, we should flip fuck tonight. It uh, just sort of like exists <laughs> as a phrase on an app. I feel like yeah, as yeah, like a, a thing, like as a thing you're okay with, in a list of things you're okay with. Yeah, and it's even like sounds hotter on text. Like when you say it in real life, it almost loses its sexuality. Well, I sort mm. of feel that way about any gay sex term. Is that it's now so uh, over you everything is so overused that when you say it, you actually have to say it with a wing you have to be like so you want a flip flop <laughs> what was that one more time <laughs> this is very jurgen verdergen or whatever <laughs> did you say bert Burt? <laughs> so yeah, our so last think... straight shooter so you should everyone join the movement we're flip flergen for jurgen <laughs> flip fergen yeah okay um, this, is, this has been did you, do, are you done with yours I think I'm actually done did okay I yours? have one more uh, and it is the following co-hosting a brand activation onboarding an exciting new client or debuting an exclusive cocktail at the South by Southwest White Claw Lounge brought to you by Hyundai <laughs> 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 
Uh, I I'm gonna take the first one because I hate Orin boarding and I hate Austin. Orin boarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I don't even remember a single word from the first one, but yeah. I'm gonna pick that one as well. All right, the, the Jason, first one. Don't lie. Don't. I Jason, felt right. No, the third be, one was so wordy and perfect that it yeah. took me away. Wow. Wow. Well, I think you guys did a really excellent uh, yeah, job. Yeah, I think 980 dubs. <laughs> yeah. I think that was so incredible. Um, it, thank you guys, thank you. The way that that is not supposed to, but some did start a conversation. I know. I really felt like, um, you know, that's why these cultural exchanges are so important. Mm. I think we've gotten... I, I mean, the fact that we even came up with a social movement, flip Fergan for your... <laughs> During that segment, that's never happened before. I'm, never I'm happened. already. I texted my project manager to set up the GoFundMe. So oh, I'll give well. you guys the. Lo- I'll give you guys the login. Listen, I'm excited for the activation. Yeah, no problem. We we have some we have some possible locations kind of um, waiting for us. We have more. We have some third and fourth holds right now. So yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah Jason, has, <laughs> Jason has a third hold on the Ralph's Fresh Fair. In I'm looking Glendale. for a fifth. Tonight. It's 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 not. You know, they have a nice selection of white claw. I I, I at first I heard third and fourth hole. I know, but We're that's sort of on us, y'all. That's, that's twisted, guys. You guys need to get your head out of the gutter. We're here to podcast. Hold not, duh. We're not talking about holes. No, you're right. And I I heard hole, yeah. but then I heard hold, and I said, I'm going to let it slide. Right. But mm. I appreciate well, you. Well, here's what I'll say. Up. You know how people, you know, you'll use one part of a person to refer to a whole person. So people will be like, oh, we have head count. Like how many heads, whatever. You could sort of just switch that and do whole. Like imagine being in a business <laughs> meeting and be like, so we're going to need three to four holes for the activation. So people have more than one hole, though. So this is going to be tough. I guess that's true. Although, I mean, the well, sort I mean, of, I got a might, lot. The sort I, don't of know if, I don't know if you count noses and ears. Yeah. But Jason. Because of Jason's ear size, they have to count uh-huh. in his ca- in his case. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it you is find confusing. a way to get it in there. Yeah, it's confusing. It's confusing. Well, wow. I mean, uh, that's enough hole for now. I think. Sorry, I brought a hole. <laughs> Jesus, I thought we were a gay podcast. <laughs> Let's pay some bills, you guys. Suddenly, suddenly, we're, suddenly we're, we're being uh you know we're in front of two straight guys, and you're uncomfortable talking about hole. No, I told I taught them. About flip fuck. That's I'm not true. You're scared right. You're right. You're not of scared. anything. Um, should we get into the topic? <laughs> I think we should. Okay. How should we introduce it? Well, I'll the only way it. out is through. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who wanted Let to introduce you- it? Did I see a hand? <clears throat> I'll introduce it. So we're going to talk about straight subjects. And yeah. to see how much we know about them. No, it's no, sort no, of like no. each, so each episode is a different topic, and so we talk about why we, it's straight. yeah, yeah. So we we you know our topic, you know, I'll give you guys the floor. What is what is today's topic that you brought with you and and prepared for over a week? I, I heard. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I've been working on this since like late July. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna go with home improvements. Home improvements, home repairs. Not the TV show, the actual act yeah. of yeah. Tim fixing Allen. things around the house. Which is a real yeah. classic. I mean, because sometimes we do sort of avant-garde topics like, uh, you know, overhead lighting or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, That's very siblings or whatever. But home repairs is so classic. So like, like gay people only do uplighting and then straight people do overhead? Is exactly. That, mm-hmm. And okay. you know, and if you want to learn more, you can listen to the backlog. I'm a quick learner. Okay. <laughs> I'll check out the iHeart yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. platform. I don't have an iHeart subscription, so if you guys give me a login, that'd be great. <laughs> you just send me the MP3s. Or yeah, we can get yeah. you a, we can get you a comp for next year's Vulture Fest if you want. <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time like that. 
So home repairs, Jason, you sort of implied that you dabble in home repairs yourself. I mean, I was just thinking of straight stuff and that really jumped out to me because Chris and I, even though we're both straight, we're both mostly just into gay stuff only. So yeah. it was a little difficult to find that subject. But yeah, mm -hmm. I would I would say it's something that I've learned uh, over the years as a straight person. I've, I guess I've taught myself home improvement mm -hmm. skills over the years and then um and and chris hasn't quite as much and i think there's a lot of stuff to explore in there in both of those holes I, I would say i would say i go beyond not as much and would say i actively avoid because there's people you can hire to chris do those throws jobs. money at the problem like a fucking queen <laughs> that's right i do and and it's not because i i just I, it's the way i approach cooking as well there are people that have dedicated their lives to these things and are very good at it and if I can go on my favorite app, TaskRabbit, mm -hmm. and kind of get one of them to Task hang Rabbit. my hang one of my pictures, then I'm going to do that. Whereas Jason would try to take a shot at HVAC himself. Right. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. So, do you feel that getting into home improvement has sort of gotten you more in touch with the straight community at large? It's all I've got because I don't really <laughs> watch sports, mm -hmm. so I can. If you see a group of straights and they're like looking at a piece of wood and you could go up next to them and be like, <laughs> and then you, and then you guys are all bonded. Yeah. If you don't Jason, watch football and stuff. When Jason, yeah. When Jason, after one of Jason's DJ sets where he plays Madonna, he has to go to Home Depot the next day and kind of stand around the two by fours <laughs> and just kind of re up on his, on his I manliness. Yeah. yeah. He just, I'm a, he's a pine guy. I don't, you I don't know, know. Like I, I like like a little barbecue at home, you know, lighting uh -huh, the fire, uh -huh. you know, painting, all these all these things that you get a, a good sense of straight accomplishment from that what is an example of a home repair that you have successfully completed <laughs> countless uh, I, like just just this morning <laughs> my uh, the nest thermostat wouldn't you know it was acting up and <laughs> i had to Hold, go I, in I, I, so i'm sorry i need to stop you right there having a nest thermostat is unfortunately gay so you're <laughs> yeah. kind of negating you're kind of negating but go Pelly, ahead Pelly, but, okay um i but we all have to have a thermostat nowadays if we have the privilege of of heating and cooling but i they had to have... do a little i had to do some rewiring some electrical work and i wow. didn't wow. turn the fuse box off oh I did okay it wrong. so you were you were playing with god then uh-huh wow it's just another day for me hold on great. but did it work it did work did you learn about it on youtube i had to use reddit Mm. which oh, is wow. straighter than youtube that's true yeah that's so, and that's also it's a dangerous pipeline of like home improvement interest to getting radicalized into the alt-right through <laughs> reddit and yeah, youtube just two clicks away and i'm, I'm storming the it capital can, it, it, in two it can, days it can happen to any of us jason i don't know jason's uh handle on the uh red scare message board but i'm sure that it exists not telling i think no i'm a lurker I think one of the straighter elements of home improvement is the fact that it starts at like a Home Depot or a Lowe's. Like those spaces, I actually never feel more. You were talking about at the beginning, during the intro, how we feel fear. Um, mm. At a Lowe's or a Home Depot, that fear is like 10 times really? the intro fear. Mm. Where it's like, mm. if I'm there with a boyfriend, mm. <laughs> I will be like, like that's where I like will bring out the internalized homophobia and be like, okay, this is a straight space. Like I don't know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> and like so we're gonna like, to, like I'm gonna wait in the car. You have to go in. 
and buy that light bulb. And yeah, yeah. Sam is like, my brother and I. <laughs> I even feel like I have to be like, oh, we both care about this. Like, and we're hey, like, hey, this big is bro. Which <laughs> screw should we get? I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, know, you never, you have to learn these things because if your, if your boyfriend is out on another one of his business trips and something happens while he's gone, yeah, you're gonna have to nut up and and fix <laughs> mm -hmm. that yeah. ceiling fan or whatever yeah, it may if, be. If, if you're a hot boyfriend who like works at works in finance and he's gone on one of his work trips and you have to zoom him and he's mm -hmm. like in a suit but his tie is loosened at the Four Seasons mm, and yeah. you're like oh my god I have not to right rewire now, babe. not right now yeah, I have to rewire this thing and all of a sudden you turn around and he's got his hog out on fucking on Facetime wow. you know this can be hot wow okay well I have a question for you if if going into Home Depot or Lowe's is a uh, is the epicenter of of gay fear in a retail brick and mortar mm. environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is the opposite of that? What environment, what store makes you feel the most comfortable and at ease? Wow, that is an incredible and beautiful Ooh. question. And this is a great example of you being an incredible podcaster. I mean, um, my immediate Pelly. instinct is to say a bar. No, can't. No, no. No, this needs to it has be, to be retail. It's like retail. Retail. Yeah, like you can say Uniqlo. It's fine. It's not. No, F &D. it's not. It's not. You know what Uniqlo, it was actually? Because it, Uniqlo is actually stressful. It's it's um it's Muji. <laughs> no, I wish. I don't think uh, the in all time. Yeah, I would say American Apparel. When I walked oh, into American good Apparel, answer, good answer, good I felt answer. seen. Yeah. I felt understood. Mm. I felt like it was my culture. Okay, <laughs> and they you know what? They my... didn't look twice when you asked to try on the gold LeMay bodysuit yeah. in a small. No, they said, of course you should. And, yeah, and yeah, here's American my... American Apparel store is like a poly. Like everyone there is just... <laughs> Everyone, like, you have to be a flip fucker or else you're not hired. <laughs> well, you're a flip fucker, but then the undercurrent is Republican. You're like, you're like, Republicans are paying me to flip fuck. Wow. I flip fuck Democratic, but I vote Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so my answer, I think, would be a sort of Silver Lake boutique that has, like, candles and, and, mm. and listen, politically I'm against all of that, but... I can't deny the fact that you feel comfortable when you enter a squiggly space. So you're saying you feel comfortable in you're Mohawk? Candles? Yeah, you, you go to Mohawk and they have an $80 candle. You can get your little acne skinnies and you're kind of good to go. If I'm, <laughs> Maybe if, a little like tinned fish yes. with, uh, with yeah, the chili yeah, oil. Yeah, or exactly. even, and again, I wouldn't, buy, I wouldn't buy this myself, but if there are squiggly, <laughs> just sort of like uh, ceramic squiggly things that you put on a wall... Again, of I look at it and I'm like, I hate that aesthetically, but I feel safe. See, I can't, right. um, I just, I feel not the same way. You don't. You don't when like I that. walk into the stores like that, I kind of feel like they're like, he's not going to buy anything. Like, I feel like they're like looking me up and down and being like, oh, I doubt you it. You just have to go in with confidence. You have to go in and sort of look at the front desk person and be like, hey, bitch. And then like. <laughs> Yeah, you have to give them the look of like, ugh, I'm not going to buy any of this yeah. fucking shit. You're nasty sure. trash. Nasty what? garbage trash. Well, do you guys, are you both big shoppers in general? We like, really are, are, are not. Neither of us no, are. No. I really? am I am uh, in a relationship with a big shopper. Drag him. So in that sense, I'm in a sort of. A famously big shopper. <laughs> yes, famously I, big shopper. I'm. I'm not a big shopper either. I love to do a retail report and check it out, mm -hmm. you know, in all cities. But I don't. I don't like to he buy likes things. To kind of touch the silks and stuff. Like that. I like you to. Can't, you yeah, can't do that on Essence. No, I'm a little bit of a fabric guy, yeah. so I kind of like to feel it between my fingers to totally. kind of know. But I'm. I'm. I could tell you guys aren't shoppers based on what you chose, um, because those aren't. Um, oh good no, exactly. Choices. Yeah, like I, I wish I was the type of person who would be like, oh yeah, like going into this specific like 
menswear store in whatever Soho or whatever, like that's mm. my safe space, and I know the tailor knows. What me. about like a Target or something? No, mm. I don't. Mm. I it's too, too yeah. I, I have I like fetishize a Walmart, but when I'm actually in the space, I uh, panic. <laughs> Do not call Wal- it a space. Walmart, yeah, Walmart is not a space. It's a it's warehouse. More of a holding cell. <laughs> yeah, Walmart is one of the most. Is and unfortunately, as a Southern person, by the grace of God, that is my culture. Um, but I have been uh, fortunate enough to deny it and feel separated from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preach. Uh, wait, where are you from? Atlanta, but there's a lot of Home Depots there in the in the surrounding areas, and you are able to buy power tools, tires. CDs, clothing, um, and as well as a full selection of groceries and other uh, pantry items. I would say if you want to overcome your Home Depot fear, start in the paint section. G- mm-hmm. Not much is gayer than picking out a selection totally. of swatches to go yeah. take home. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good way to get your feet wet, and then from there we can explore more. Well, you know, it's funny that you, uh, to me, honestly, that sounds even more relaxing than the Silver Lake Boutique. If I was just in a store uh-huh. that sold colors, and I just <laughs> literally my entire job was picking my favorite color. Uh, nothing sounds more relaxing. And wear what you want. You could just wear what you want. No one's <laughs> judging your outfit. Yeah. They're all covered in paint. You should check out Pharaoh and Ball if you're really feeling <laughs> yeah, gay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, Chris does go to a, a store in New York that only sells laundry detergent. No. The, no, I don't. I do, I do not go to the laundress store. I order the laundress on Jeff Bezos' Amazon.com like any normal person who does laundry. The you guys aren't. You guys aren't familiar with the laundress. No. No. Is is this like <laughs> the a, new what, what season bar? of Drag Race was she on? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> it's a twenty five dollar um, kind of uh, detergent. They also make a selection of products for cleaning the home, as well as a mm-hmm. bleach uh, dryer sheet, etc. Um, they've collaborated Ooh. with luminaries such as John Mayer and other people on custom detergents that who have a nice... Who does your bleach program? Who does? John Mayer's had a nice kind of Southwestern feel to it. I didn't buy it, um, but mm. uh, I do find their product... I just can't use Tide. I just can't... It's It doesn't do it for me. I don't like... Those smells disgust me. We're also getting into something... Do you have laundry in building? Yeah. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't drop off anymore. No, I still drop off. <laughs> Yeah, you got to drop off. I I buy a bottle and keep it at my drop-off place. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's like a, a like York... an old bottle of of sake at the sushi. Wow, that's very it's we'll very see you like next uh, time. Go- my bartender uh holds it behind the counter and then we also separate of course oh whites God. and darks. Well, you Do gotta you draw separate. a line where the level is in case they steal they steal <laughs> some? The the fucked up part about New York is, Jason, they're going to text your ass. No, no. There's there's a lot of people with the laundress, and I see it in the lineup of detergents that That's people are holding. Up. So it's not it's not just me, but I do write Chris Black in a nice, large, kind of Sharpie font. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that Chris, you brought something interesting up about the, you hate the smell of Tide. Where do you guys land on, on certain bad smells? Do you guys have any weird fixations with, like, shitty smells? I have a, a fixation where I would like, like, really bad men's cologne. Mm. Oh, mm. sure. Like, like Axe body spray, shit, all mm. that shit. Like, I, I almost lo- I think, kind of secretly like it. I, al- I almost think Axe body spray is better than like Old Spice. Uh, you know, eh, they're they're kind of both in the same category of but shit. There's you know? something there's something about Axe that is so so in your face that you almost have to respect it. 
<laughs> Whereas like well, old, I think Axe, it's literally like I think old Axe spice palm like tree. Bay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly like salt bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Axe is, <laughs> Axe is um, I think Old Spice crawled so so Axe could exactly. Run. So but why also would just I want like it? you know like Aqua de Gio like mm-hmm. oh my god, of like course my my uh, middle school scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nowadays, like you're looked down upon yeah. as like a disgusting plea, but you like you're that. Not using this, like, I, I don't think. I bullshit. think there's no. I think there's a, a world now where the the scents are. I think the classic kind of polo, polo sport, even the early Abercrombie fragrances mm-hmm. are being fetishized by young men, and they're kind Thank of s- seeing the beauty of a more affordable fragrance, mm. even though it smells like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Well, in Aqua de Gio, at least there's a sort of lemony scent. It's not. It's it's a little better than the ones that are meant to be manly. If anything, Aqua de Jew is like kind of gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Well, it's by. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Whenever it's a scent conversation, I'm cut out. You know, I I don't Sam, participate in Sa- scent okay. culture even well, slightly. Come on, what well, you should get into it. It doesn't have <laughs> yeah. to be colognes or anything. I want. What about like a food smell? I know you'd be eating over there. Well, mm-hmm. Sam fetishizes kind of stinky no, guys. No, 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 no. No, no, Stinky no. guys? You do no, no, guys? No, no, Am no, I wrong? No. You are dead wrong. I'm so sorry. So when you take the, when you take the Carhartts off, your one-nighter, you like it to be a little like he worked today? <laughs> okay, the socks okay. On. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't mind a little stink. Oh. I'm not actively seeking it out, but if oh, it's there, okay. like, mm-hmm. one, I can fetishize it, but okay. it's not like an active desire of mine. And you certainly mm-hmm. don't want someone to smell good. I don't <laughs> inherently like cologne. Yeah. Uh, but So you're saying that cologne is gay is what you're saying. Uh, no, I'm saying that cologne is actually straight it, in a way that's like unhot. You like the natural scent of a human being yeah. Yeah. that you're attracted to. I, yeah. I mean, cologne is straight. Even just the word cologne. A, oh. gay, a, gay, a gay guy would be like, oh, my scent. Not, <laughs> you know, Tony Soprano, he's wearing cologne yeah. over yeah, here. Yeah, cologne is very like Sopranos. <laughs> it's very Sopranos. Those guys love to spray that stuff. Um, I, yeah. Oh. Well, it's cool. There's no shame in liking a little stink on a person. Okay, this narrative is getting. I'm out so of sorry. Control. And I've done this before. <laughs> but you do. I don't. Mean, I don't mean to. I don't mean. This to is pr- why we podcast, bro. Come on. I, this, I don't mean fine. to pry. I don't mean podcast. to pry. I don't mean to pry. But how often <laughs> you guys, you, you two fellas, shower in? Not together, but just in general. Um. I mean, generally, like, whenever I work out, I'll shower, which is, like, generally most days, but not always. Okay, this is a very squirrely answer. So you're saying you don't (laughs) shower. You're saying saying on the record you don't shower every day. If I don't have to, I won't. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but but see, it's not a half you to. Stinky it's a, bitch. You you're do a love stinky, to stink. It's a it's a pleasure thing to feel clean and beautiful. And you have you have a nice head of hair too. You think you want to towel that off? <laughs> yeah, but Chris, the more you wash your hair, it washes away all those beautiful oils and stuff. That yeah, you need. I don't shampoo. I, I very rarely shampoo, like once a week, maybe. No, that mm-hmm. that that. that uh, George, you're not answering the question. I I'm um, I'm with you. I I. George is too I can't I shower every I mean especially you know when I used to go into an office it would be like I wake up I shower I leave my apartment now it's you know sometimes it's the morning sometimes it's the afternoon sometimes Mm -hmm. it's before bed but I can't I would never go more than a 24 hour period without showering no I'm a I'm a two a day guy minimum two a day that's like um, getting into bed without showering 
disgusting. Feels good. And the thing is, that in theory, I I do agree with. Like, I think if I was a little less lazy, I would do that too. Because there's nothing like the feeling of of feeling clean. Well, I mean, it, the the follow up question to this is obviously, what's the what are the sheets looking like? Because I think maybe <laughs> okay. You once got the again, fucking, we're being dumb. Once again, if, if it, you got the if you got the flannel sheets from Walmart, yeah, you don't need to shower. Oh my yeah, god, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Damn, I cannot believe you are this. the fanciest straight people on earth. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, guys, asking. What do your sheets look like? I'm just asking because some of these, these questions are leading to other questions, and yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get to know you guys. And it's your not bodies. an interview. It's a combo. can I say something? You know, Chris, I'm getting a sort of. I think the reason that you are against home repairs is because as you said you grew up in the south you grew up around these big box stores and almost as a reaction to that now you don't want to go back you only want to move forward you're moving forward towards signature sense towards uh i would agree wow yeah you're you're rejecting home where's the lie you're I'm rejecting, rejecting. <laughs> you're rejecting no. your roots that's um, fine i don't i don't need that <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need big box stores right. i don't need like the way people like my my illustrious co-host like fetishize restaurant ch big chain restaurants mm -hmm. cheesecake factory that's disgusting of like course. i'm not going to go there i don't find it funny yeah. I, I don't but that is partly because i think part I'm of fetishizing is it being disgusting though i understand wow, that but sure. i don't want to put myself through that my eyes or my tummy yeah and chris you know when you're showering 15 16 times a day <laughs> what are you trying to wash off yeah what are you oh, running do you from think, do you we don't we don't have time fully for that <laughs> we do not have time for that i like my skin to be nice and red to to look like the devil that i am as i repent you know that one guy who can't scrub enough yeah i'm that guy chris is that guy yeah well wow. home repair <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Yeah, what is the most extensive home repair that either of you two have successfully completed? Uh, literally, I couldn't even. We, we Matthew got an app that we can like 
turn on and off two different lights in our apartment inside. And when he suggested that, I was like, I'm not getting involved in that. Like, you can do that if you want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's literally Mm -hmm. downloading an app. Okay. Okay. I mean, so, I think not he, even hanging a hanging a oh, picture wait, no, frame no, wait, or wait, something like that. I, I will say proudly that we hung all the art in our apartment ourselves. Wow, beautiful. Okay, there yeah. we go. That's Handler. an opportunity. See, that's so dumb. As gay <laughs> thank guys, you, Chris. That would have been an opportunity. That would have been an opportunity to have a hot art handler come over and kind of have a pencil behind his ear, mm-hmm. have a nice tape measure out, getting mm-hmm. everything right so that, you know, making you feel good. Is it cool if I use your bathroom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Why, this is a missed opportunity. Uh, That's right. not the You're thing right. you should be doing. Yeah, next thing you know, we're flip-fucking for your again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's, not, it's not impossible. But sure. that's it. Do you guys, either of you have the... Um, leveler app on your phone or the uh, tape measure app on your <laughs> wait, phone. wait 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 there's a leveler app yeah i have the leveler i went app. out and bought a leveler no you got <laughs> oh my god did we save the receipt <laughs> <laughs> did you put it in your toolbox or does it just go under the sink i have a tool thing <laughs> i have it we have two you know what I have a toolbox. Tool thing? My, my. It's not a box. It's a bag. My partner has, get this, a supreme toolbox. No. That's fire. Knowing no. knowing him, that is the only person who can have that, and it's cool. So Sorry. your boyfriend's straight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, in his own way. We, yeah. I mean, you guys hit the nail on the head with my yeah. relationship, where which is insane because uh, we don't know each other, but you really saw me instantly. But... Misha, my boyfriend, does it all, and I'll sort of like hand the nails. Like I'm little like yeah, you're assistant. you're like the hot nurse who hands the scalpel over when doctors. You can yeah. maybe so. dab yeah. Misha's brow if yeah. the yeah. bead of sweat's coming down, or while he's under the sink, you can fix yeah. up some of your famous lemonade. Yeah, if you pull out, it sure your, is hot out here, you know. You, you pull out your vintage Ralph Lauren double RL <laughs> bandana and just pat right above his brow. That's hot. Always oh with your products. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. The name dropping. I know. Seriously. You, you know, Chris has works with all these brands and gets and is currently getting no, money in his account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. That's Jason was betting me on how many I could slip in. During yeah, the I mean, that's really, so really a drag race challenge. Just being it's like, the, how much can you sell the product? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how well, are we feeling? I mean, I think we pretty much got to the bottom of I it. I agree. Home improvement straight, home decor, gay. Yeah. But um, we <laughs> that's for another podcast. <laughs> Maybe gay. you guys can unpack uh, that on yours. Um, we, we do have a final segment. There's no Oh, my it. God. Did you forget? Yeah. Wow. We didn't forget. You guys are really, like, bre- breaking down the system here. Um, okay, well, our final segment is called Shoutouts, and sort of in the classic street tradition, we give a shout out to anything that we enjoy. Imagine it's 2001, it's a TRL, and you're in Times Square shouting out to your squad back home, but about literally mm-hmm. anything that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one? Um, I did, but I forgot. I'll yeah, reflect. Yeah, wait, let me think. You know, <laughs> in, in order to be... Uh, to empathize with our guests, we also don't think of these ahead of time. So we're really just like mm. going a mile a minute right now. Yeah. Full, mm. It's pure improv. Yeah, yeah. it is so pure improv. I'm going to think of one. It's kind of like life without a net. I get it. Mm. Um, Hold on. This part's normal. We always do a big pause. I'm, I'm going to shout out that what's right in front of me. This was a gift from Jason and his life partner for the holiday season. Are you guys familiar with Paula's Choice Lip and Body Treatment? Not another, Not another brand. Product. <laughs> that's, 
That's right, because you guys, I can tell through the zoom, you're looking a little dry. And this would kind of... Oh, my, oh God. my God. This would fix up your cuticles, your lips, anything that those harsh New York winters are kind of, you know, fucking up. It's and I, I love this product a lot, and I think that um, it's really affordable online. So you guys should think about this. That's so a great shout-out. To out. be told by a... I think th this is truly uh, I feel one of the most insulting experiences of my life. <laughs> to be told by a straight man on Zoom that I need to uh, put lip to balm on. To be told on. about a balm? About a balm? A Paula's Bro, I, could, I could do a tight 10 on balms right now. I feel humiliated. You and you know what else? A straight man wearing an REM t-shirt. Uh, unbelievable. What? <laughs> REM is REM is my culture. It's one of the best bands of all time. Don't let my, him finish. He was about to say "Hard as a Rock." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I understand that that we all. The beauty of Michael Stipe is that he brings gays and straights together. No, it's That's true. true. It's true. And so do we in this in this very in this episode. Very episode. In this one. Uh, episode, yeah, I want to yeah. give a shout out to whoever. Who's the most famous person that listens to this podcast that you guys know about? Confirmed, and I'll give a shout. I out mean. To uh, I actually don't know. We have a we have a, we have a few, but I but I don't. We're not. Listen, we're not name Oliver droppers Peck? like you. Who okay, you we, we we're, we're underground. <laughs> we're you guys are you underground guys, over the, the iHeart Comedy yeah, Culture yeah, Fest. Yeah, Got it. You guys, are, I mean, you guys are underground. Radio. You guys are underground with these giant media conglomerates <laughs> that you've aligned yourself with. It feels it feels indie. Okay. Well, we're okay. sort of the Fox Searchlight of the Fox Corporation. <laughs> like, it's actually Fox Searchlight. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Okay. You Drop have a to name. do one. See I can't think me. Yeah. I have to do one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, I'm gonna do a really gay one to sort of heal. Finally, heal. We need healing more than anything. All right. What's up, freaks and losers out there? I want to give a shout out to the film what's up doc it's a movie that i just watched and yeah it's with barbara streisand and that's right if that makes you uncomfortable then leave that fucking zoom because you're in a gay <laughs> podcast now bitch i love barbara streisand i think she looks sexy as hell and i would and i can't wait for her to make her big comeback into a vegas residency thank you Woo! okay i've got one and just to balance it mine will be a little straighter Ugh. what's up america <laughs> um, I would like to give a huge shout out to the Disney Plus television show Andor. That's right. I love my media conglomerates and I love what they produce. Andor is a show that is um, good. I, I, even I was hateful of uh, Star Wars properties. Oh my at this god, point. it's Star Wars. It's just yes! Star Wars. Yeah, okay. Bro, so you took it too up. far. Listen up. It's a Star Wars property, but it's no. written. You lost us at Disney it's Plus. Written honey. by the Michael. Clayton guy, and it's so that's better. Yes, no, that's Michael Clayton is good. Michael Clayton <laughs> it's is so good. good. It's like grounded and like dark and like it's very emotional and well done. And look, I was a hater too. I was saying I'm not gonna watch that shit. I they've I don't want to watch any more of that. And then I started it wow. because multiple people told me I would like it, and they were right. Listen to your friends. Let love in. Watch Andor. Wow. Listen to your chosen family when support, they recommend Andor. Support our streaming services now more than ever. That's right. That's right. I'm on the front lines of streaming service support, so I do... Re you know what? After that great recommendation, I'm going to go ahead and sign up for Disney+. Plus. Jason, I'll share my login with you oh, so yeah. you don't have to... You guys are going to love WandaVision. <laughs> um... Wow. Okay. Wait, Jason, did you do one? 
Yeah, Jason. No, did. I'll give it a. Tr- now that I we I heard you do them, yeah, they yeah. were much different than Chris's. Totally. So I'll yeah, try you did find somewhere. Yeah, it's a little fucked up that you guys. Okay. Well, like, I, we were gonna do ours first, and then we couldn't think of any, and then you sort of jumped in. Yeah, you like. Well, that's that's because yeah, some of us are professionals and we come prepared. <laughs> right. Or work. We work quickly when there's dead air. Yeah, no, we we know we trust in the editing process. Our our lips were too chapped, so we couldn't we couldn't open our mouths. (laughs) Oh, I forgot you guys have a whole. I forgot you guys have a whole team of producers and editors and that kind of thing that help you kind of shape. Yeah, when the episode comes out, we'll sound. I mean, there's gonna we're we're gonna sound much smarter than we did live. When will this come out after your team of employees gets to it? (laughs) Well, this is a a 2025 release. Yeah, once (laughs) legal has to comb through it and cut out all the brands. Exactly. Okay. Well, and okay, I'll give it a try, guys. Okay. Right. What's up, haters and losers? What's up, hookers? It's me, <laughs> them jeans. You fucking. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to not watching the Disney Channel as an adult. It's something that you shouldn't be doing. And the Star Wars franchise is good. And then when you turn 13, then you're gonna have to switch it up to something different. And. Um, I just want to say shout out to my mom, wow. everybody on my on my soccer team. Wow. Um, I love you, Steve. I mean, wow. shout out Steve. Wow. One of our more contentious episodes to date, I would argue. I uh, love calling I, Disney Plus the Disney Channel. What a what a uh, I mean, that's what it that's what it is. And I I did follow the drama very closely. Find the line. Thanks to my Puck subscription, so I just I'm really up on Hollywood. Oh, but so it, you subscribe to Puck but not Disney Plus? What's that's Puck? right, because Puck has stuff I want to that's fair, that's know fair. about, and Disney Plus doesn't. Well, if you if you're gay with kids, then you have Disney Channel. It's the newsletter that with the entertainment like insidery stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Matthew it's really something. For- yeah, Matthew, it's really for us Hollywood insiders yeah. who don't actually work in the business, but cosplay as people who do. Totally. That's really who it's for. But I don't um I don't know what Disney Plus's claim to fame is besides like cartoons. Do you have kids? You can surprise us. Do you have kids? Sam has two beautiful twins. <laughs> yeah, they're 13. And they're both straight and they bully him all the time. <laughs> That's fucked up. But it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um well, well, thank you guys so much for having us guys, on thank Street you. No, We were allowed to say it first. Hold on. Uh, yeah, truly our pleasure. Our no, we, glad we, that you were, our pacing what, maybe is one day different. You we, guys can come on our podcast. We like a little I, bit of silence here and there. We find it makes us, you know, a little grounded and normal. Yeah, but we I sort think, of don't mind sitting with our own thoughts for a single people, second uh, without <laughs> taking a shower. Good for you. Good for you, bro. That's what I'm going to do in the sauna. I don't do it on air. No. <laughs> let us Just let us have a moment. All right. Um, uh-uh. We want to both say thank you for doing our podcast. <laughs> we appreciate you guys coming on. It's a um, too late. It's been an absolute dream. It's been a blast. And we can't wait for more collaborations in the future. Yeah, I've learned about a lot of brands that I have to check out, and I hope you guys mm-hmm. learned about some new weird sex stuff. Yeah, I did. We learned about sex stuff, and I learned um, about a Star Wars spinoff. So yeah. this has not been time lost. I'll mm. tell you that. <laughs> Is the next time we come to New York, would you guys want to get a meal or something like that? Would love that. Uh, yeah, as long as it's not as in long as, kitchen. As long as there's natural <laughs> wine involved, we'll make sure there's some Los Naturales. But we are not coming to Brooklyn, so you guys. I'll bring. Figure I'll it bring out. some juice over from Napa. I have a couple great <laughs> bottles. Wait, where do you? Wh- I've never. I haven't heard like vitriol towards Brooklyn and like. 
Oh, it's yeah. like very no, sex it's, in the city. No, it's come. It's it's back. It's oh. back. I, it's it's back. It's it been. Could, back. You know why? Because you guys thought it was affordable, and now it's not. And now it's just strollers and dogs. So well, it's the rise of Dime Square coincided with vitriol against Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Y'all, this is a whole other podcast. This is obviously. Um, episode two of How Long Gone Stratio Lab Takeover. There's mm-hmm. so much fat to chew on in the future. Do you, but do you think quickly before we go, yeah. do you think any of the higher ups at iHeart will like listen to this and maybe check out our show? Afterwards? If you could throw in a good word, we'll totally we'll send a little card. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah actually, yeah. last question, and then I'll let you guys go. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is humiliating. I can't believe just, it. Uh, just a tight five. Okay. So if just ballpark. Uh-huh. Don't run the numbers. Don't pull up an, an Excel sheet. If we, if how long on moved to iHeartRadio, how much money do you think we would make per month? Two million dollars. Okay, not bad. All right. Yeah, All right. yeah. I could, so I could finally afford to live in Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you could get that sauna. You, you could get that wanted. sauna you've always wanted. Yeah, I'd have a Ooh. sauna and two kids and two dogs in Brooklyn Heights, and the stroller costs three grand. This is a dream, guys. <laughs> I love iHeart and I love straight. Yeah, Atlanta. shout out to iHeart. <laughs> And it's everyone, and everyone listening at home, don't forget to flip Ferg for Jurgen. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks for having us. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.